amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Poor. My guest today is Doug Bullock, and he's here to talk about the Clean Air Act that, that was passed in the Albany County Legislature. Doug, the reason I'm calling you for this is you're, you're the you were the sponsor of this bill, right? Uh, the original sponsor of uh, Local Law B. It was a different letter uh, at that time, and but it was the same uh, Clean Air Act of Albany County. Uh, essentially the uh, the same wording, but uh, with a little bit of uh, legalistic adjustment later on. Okay. So tell everybody what the Clean Air Act is and why it's important in the Capital District. Well, it's really important. It revolves around the issue of incineration. What are you going to burn uh, around the Capital District? Uh, we've, we've had uh, things being burned in, in uh, Albany, uh, garbage being burned, and that was incinerated for heat. And, uh, you know, that that garbage turned out to be a, a, a poison for uh, people living in uh, Arbor Hill and the uh, Sheridan Hollow uh, area. And, you know, the local law B will uh, not only uh, eliminate uh, all hazardous substances, but it will eliminate uh, burning incineration in, in big kilns like uh, – they have in, in Queemans and in Cohoes. So Cohoes has Norlite. Uh, Queemans has Lafarge, uh, which is a, a cement plant. Cohoes uh, is just uh, singularly the Norlite plant uh, incinerates uh, PFAS, uh, and it has a contract with the federal government, and nobody knew that they were burning PFAS, which is a, uh, a plastic waste, hazardous waste, uh, which is very uh, highly toxic, and uh, you know people in Cohoes were breathing that uh, without the knowledge of uh, of that that burning of that hazardous waste. So what local law B does is it gives us clean air in the capital district. Uh, I was one of the first uh, sponsors along with Rick Touche last year. Rick is from Queens. And Queemans is where Lafarge is located. And Lafarge has got a hold of the uh, the Republican Party down there, and they, they swept uh, Rick Touche out of office. So uh, new people had the bill this year, uh, led by uh, Bill Reinhardt and uh, Matt Miller. Uh, but uh, people uh, uh, in the legislature voted overwhelmingly uh, to pass it. The vote was... Uh, to pass it, the vote was uh, 31 to uh, 8, as I remember. <clears throat> 31 to 8, there's 39 uh, legislators total. Uh, even a couple Republicans 
uh, voted for this bill, which is highly unusual that they would break with the uh, Republican Party structure, which opposed it from the beginning. But uh, I'm really proud of the Republicans that broke with their structure and uh, the Democrats who stayed on board and uh, and passed it, uh, along with uh, Dan McCoy, who eventually signed it. So what does it mean, actually, for the Capital District? What will what will be better now that that's enacted? Well, air quality will be tremendously better. Uh, Lafarge was going to burn tires, and uh, I don't know if mm-hmm. you've ever seen tires burn, but uh, I don't think there's any scrubber or any kind of uh, pollution mechanism that can stop that. Uh, that smell, not only smell, but but the particulates and the uh, elements and all, all the compounds that it discharges are uh, really hazardous. I mean, mercury is one of them, and it, there's a whole slew of others. You go right down the chemical chart, and with just about every hazardous uh, chemical is in there from burning tires. So they had plans to burn tires, and, of course, uh, Norlite was burning the highly toxic uh uh, foam they use in fire retardants. So you know, both uh, both of those things will be uh, uh, banned from burning in Albany County. The state now has a similar bill that they're pondering and uh, waiting for uh, Cuomo to sign it. Uh, I urge everybody to uh, call Cuomo and tell him to sign the state bill that uh, bans uh, hazardous consideration of these uh, substances. So, uh, on the average, how many tires a year will be burned in Albany County? Well, there was none. Uh, They had a proposal that was out there between a couple of uh, companies. They haven't burned any tires, but they do burn coal. and you know, everybody thought coal was eliminated in Albany, uh, in uh, New York State. No, it hasn't been eliminated. Uh, we still have uh, a couple incinerators in in the state that burn coal, and and uh, Lafarge is one of them. Of course, Lafarge says says it's clean coal because of all the highly sophisticated uh, environmental, uh, uh, you know. Uh, impediments, you know, well, environmental controls that they have built in. They spent uh, over millions of dollars on on pollution controls in that plant in uh, Queens. But uh, it's still, uh, you know, you're you're burning coal, and there's no way to make it clean, even though they call it clean coal. Mm Mm-hmm. So so you're happy with the bill, right? I'm very happy with the bill. Uh, I think it, it's uh, about time we, we regulated uh, the plastics industry. Uh, as you know, the plastic industry is is uh, is huge in in our uh, especially in our retirement fund. We we uh, approximately twenty billion dollars is is invested in our retirement funds into these plastic corporations and you know 
I've been uh, trying to to eliminate hazardous plastic use. We've been successful with uh, styrofoam, as you remember. We have a strong ban on styrofoam. That's a plastic. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also have a a ban on plastic uh, beads and small discharges, thanks to Brian Cornahan. But, uh, yeah. I'm I'm real happy with the uh, Clean Air Act of Albany County. I I think it's a model, and and the state should copy it as soon as possible. So um, from your original proposal, it was not watered down at all? Uh, I think it was strengthened uh, by the deliberations that they had in terms of a a legal... uh, a challenge by uh, Lafarge or Norlight, and they I, they did uh, come and they uh, had their uh, people talk about it, and they even had their union come and uh, kiss their butt in front of the legislature. But uh, you know they they uh, they they spent a lot of lobbying money trying to kill this bill, but it, it just failed. How did the uh, Chamber of Commerce come down on this bill? Oh, they were for it. They they didn't uh, campaign like they did uh, against the uh, you know the, the sick leave uh, bill, but they 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 were for it. Really, Chamber of Commerce even likes though, all business. Even though it's not a monopoly, uh, they don't like. Even though Mr. Egan breathes the same air that we do, right? Yeah, they sure do. Wow. Well, they won't uh-huh. appreciate their clean air, though. I do. So there's another issue that has been uh, at the forefront within the last couple of weeks, maybe even longer. And you were participating in it. What's going on with Albany Med and the uh, nurses? Well, uh, Albany Med is is refusing to uh, negotiate in good faith, even though they say they're negotiating with the nurses. Uh, The nurses held a huge rally uh, on on Labor Day, and uh, there was over 300 to 500 nurses out there. Uh, in red, all in red, uh, wearing the union uh, uh, shirts and and hats, and uh, uh, they had taken a vote uh, within the uh, nurses' structure in the hospital uh, to uh, go out on uh, strike uh, if if this, these negotiations weren't uh, fruitful. And uh, the people, are, are, the nurses, voted. Uh, by 75% that they they'll do that. So, you know, I think it I think it's a real indication that the nurses are uh, are ready to take on this employer. People don't realize that 2 years ago they voted for a union and they voted uh alarmingly uh in favor of a union 1081 to uh 520 something and it was a uh, a huge union victory for uh, 2,200 representing 2,200 
nurses at Albany Med. There's a, quite a few of them. And, uh, you know, this gave them the right to negotiate a contract, which they did, entered into uh, negotiations right away. And uh, that was two years ago. So we're two years without a contract. And so under labor law, if you wait so long uh, to uh, have a contract uh, and, and can't uh, settle a contract, you can get decertified. So, so you know, it, it's not real good when when the hospital goes ahead and hires one of these union-busting law firms, uh, Bond, Shenick, and King. I'm not supposed to say that, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh that, uh, you know, stalled negotiations for two years, two years of stalling so that they can foment a challenge. And the challenge was to decertify. To decertify, you have to get a certain number of uh, nurses in the hospital to sign on to that decertification uh, process. And uh, they they failed in, in every attempt. Uh, to decertify because the nurses have stayed united and uh, united they stand uh, you know I really hope that the, uh, the, the tremendous amount of money that they spent on this law firm stalling negotiations is somehow come back to the hospital it's it's outrageous that they would they would take on this this path and uh, not uh, not uh, negotiate a fair contract with our first responders. And these nurses are our first responders. They're on the front right. lines. They're on the front lines of the COVID fight in Albany Med. Uh, and everybody, every other hospital uh, nurses have acknowledged that. So, uh, you know, it's outrageous that this hospital won't negotiate in good faith. They negotiated a decent contract at Ellis Hospital in Schenectady and Bellevue Hospital, and that should set the standard. So that's all you have to do is is, is go for the standard, Albany Med, and, and negotiate a, a hospital instead of hiring these union-busting law firms. In the event that they do strike, um, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and it's probably pretty bad in these hospitals. If they do strike, that will affect the patients, right? It's going to affect the patients, but uh, you know, I I don't think this area is is under serious uh, COVID nineteen uh, uh, increases as as we had been. Uh, we, we've come down uh, quite a bit, but. Uh, I think uh, withholding their services is their only option. I know it's going to hurt, but, uh, you know, this this is the only option that, that they have. They'll be forced into this by the hospital not negotiating in good faith. There's no question about it. The hospital is forcing them to go out uh, if they won't have a contract. So, you know, it's more the hospital's fault than than uh this strike, if this strike happens, than it is the uh, the nurses. Now on Labor Day, you you participated in a demonstration with the nurses, right? Yeah, they had their Labor Day picnic, 
every year, uh, you know, we have the uh, Labor Day picnic on Labor Day, and we uh, gave the picnic over to the nurses and their their union, NISNA, New York State Nurses Association. And uh, they had a very nice picnic. They had, uh, you know, submarines, and they had uh, beverages, and they, everyone wore a mask, and there was strict social uh, distancing, and uh, there was a, a, a huge uh, uh, picket line from all along uh, New, New Scotland Avenue, and and that mm-hmm. uh, that it was it was a very very good event. So what did what did the nurses want that the the uh, that the hospital is not giving them? Well, the main issue right now is safe staffing, and the staffing ratios is what's in dispute. Uh, along with with that standard wage, they don't they don't want to give uh, the standard that that Ellis and uh, and uh, Bellevue have negotiated. So you know that that's an issue too uh, that the hospital refuses to do that. But I think the big stumbling stumbling issue is uh, staff ratios. And the the hospital wants nothing to do with staff ratios. All they want to do is have management prerogative. The staff, when they want staff, and, you know, management, you know, holds the whole uh, key to that. But the nurses are are fighting for uh, safe staffing, and I really believe that the, the safe staffing is what will save lives, and they 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 have a ratio of nurses to patients that will come up with that safe staffing standard, and uh, it's been it's been done in other hospitals, and I think uh, you know if this uh, hospital administration wants to, it, it can actually negotiate a decent ratio without uh, uh, you know without uh, condemning it and and. Uh, Obstructing uh, negotiations. Even even though we we are not, the COVID is not as prevalent as it has been, like in other parts of the state and the country. Why is the hospital administration so averse to helping the nurses do what they need to do to save lives? Well, they've taken on the corporate structure, and the hospital here has a, a, a new corporate structure. They've they've just uh, named a new uh, CEO and and uh, president, uh, Dr. McKenna. Uh, it was Dr. Barbara, and uh, he he moved on, but is still in, is still in the picture, <laughs> but. Uh, the hospitals have been run like, like a corporation, and you know. Then, well, one of the things that they ran into, uh, and a big problem that they ran into, is personal protective equipment during this COVID-19 uh, uh, pandemic, uh, and that was because of their corporate style of, of supply when needed. I mean, their whole supply of, of goods that for the hospitals was uh, made on a model, an economic model, uh, which was made for, you know, private corporations running uh, businesses other than health care. 
you know, you you can't have impose that corporate model on hospitals. You got to impose a model where it's uh, a community model, and the community has, uh, and you're responsible to the community, not the board of directors. Now, is there a lot of hospitals across the state, maybe across the country, that's using the same model that Albany Med is? Yeah, they all do. Almost all of them do. But you said that the other hospitals in this area are, uh, are doing better than Albany Med, right? Well, I said in terms of their contract, yeah, they've negotiated a contract. But mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. There, nobody's, everybody has this corporate model, and I think they have to get rid of it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I, I think the corporate model has to be able to negotiate a contract, and that's with, with their union employees if they uh, – haven't done so, and uh, you know Albany Med is 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 alone out there right now uh, among the hospitals that have unions that do not uh, negotiate a contract. Wow. So, if the nurses do want do do go on strike, what does that mean for the patients at Albany Med? Well, I you know I asked that question before, but I'll, I'll try and answer it again. Uh, it, I think the the patients at Albany Med will will be taken care of. Uh, I don't think there's any nurse uh, that's going to be irresponsibly not uh, you know doing any harm to any patient anywhere. I mm-hmm. think those nurses love their patients, from what I've understood, from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. But you don't think the administration loves the patients as much as the nurses do, right? Uh, That's for sure. I can tell you that for sure. Wow. So now that you've retired from the Albany County Legislature, what's in store for Doug Bullock? Oh. Well, I'm the uh, first vice president of the Albany County Central Federation of Labor still. Uh, mm-hmm. Still doing Labor Day. Uh, if it comes back next year, I'll do it again. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm I'm definitely uh, going to get uh, into other political uh, races. I can't wait to get rid of Donald Trump. I'll be doing that mm-hmm. right through November. Uh, getting rid of Donald, if there's anybody out there that's uh, still going to support him, I think you're foolish, but you can talk to me. Please call. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'll am i be active in the political and the uh, labor arena. Now, when still you have. were in when you were in the labor department, did you realize that once you retired, you were going to run for office? Uh, no, when I was in labor, I couldn't run for office, and, you know, that really right. bothered me. I'd wanted to do it then, but as you know, Cynthia, we were hatched. In other words, we had right. the Hatch Act, right. and, you right. know, that, that eliminated it. So, you know, you <laughs> uh, you just don't have a chance to do that with with that kind of an anti-union uh, law. Right. 
So, uh, can you give your contact information in case people want to contact you? Are you still uh, helping the Bernie people? Oh, uh, yes. And uh, let me say, most of the Bernie people are going to uh, help get Trump out of office. So, you know, we have a, a really good group that's still uh, that's still here, and uh, we're going to support. We're supporting progressive candidates all around the uh, capital district. Uh, for instance, we're supporting Joe Seaman up in uh, okay. up in uh, Saratoga County, a bunch of counties uh-huh. in the state, and uh, he's running for assembly. And I hope people support him. And we're also supporting. Uh, uh, in Albany County, the uh, the person running against Tedesco, uh, she uh, uh, Teresa McCallman, and uh, you know she she uh, the Bernie group uh, are supporting her, and and uh, we're going to do whatever we can to uh, to uh, help uh, Teresa McCallman uh, put a dent in, into this Tedesco who who is who doesn't get any criticism from the local corporate media uh, at all. And uh, I hope that uh, she can make him uh, uh, feel that black lives matter uh, because the guy is, is really a Trumper in disguise and he won't let it out. He's hiding his Trump support uh, <clears throat> support initiatives because uh, he, doesn't want to, he doesn't want anybody to know that he's a Trumper. And, but people should know that. That he's a he's a hidden trumper. <laughs> wow! No, uh, he's, I'm yeah, sure he's, he's criticizing Cuomo right now for uh, the nursing homes and the nursing home uh, uh, a scandal he calls it. But you know the nursing homes are out of control because nationwide, it's not just in New York State. It's a nationwide thing because of this COVID. 19 pandemic and the problem lies with his buddy in the white house and not uh cuomo from uh for not uh establishing a nationwide standard on uh nursing homes uh during the covid 19 uh pandemic so you'll be keeping a close eye on the albany county legislature right right and I'm so happy they just passed the uh, the uh, law which uh, bans fireworks. I, I think they uh, they got a good lesson out of voting for that. They they made a big mistake. Uh, this July 4th, if people remember correctly, was one of the noisiest we've ever had in Albany because right. of the, the widespread fireworks. Everybody and I didn't uh, realize there was so many. Uh, fire, different kinds of fireworks that people could get, but they got them, and they fired them off. And you know, the county uh, got right out in front. The, the county chair, uh, Joyce, uh, said, "You know, we were wrong. Uh, we we made a mistake." You know, I voted against it myself when it came up, but uh, I was listening to the firefighters union. But uh, you know, they they voted for it, and. Um, I guess they paid the price, but now they've amended. 
they've amended it and uh, they've they've banned it to the fireworks in Albany County again. So I think it's really uh, important that they realize their mistake and 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 did this uh, this week. They just did that last night. I mean Monday night. Excuse me, Monday night. So, Doug, when something um, is in the news pertaining to the legislature, I'll give you a call and and possibly we could do more shows. Sure, no problem. No problem. Great. Love to. Now, you've been listening to Doug Bullock. This is Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler. If you like this show, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Doug, great talking to you. Have a great day, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Cynthia. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.